Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Sippin' the Dry. Today, I've got Parker with me and our extra special guest. You've heard about him on podcasts, on episodes of ours in the past, Phil Cook. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. What's up, How are you, bud? Yeah, good, man. Good. You guys have been good friends to be here. for a while. Yeah, you guys I've known Phil for a long time. Long time. That's true. Long One time. best fisherman on it. Is, is that the reason you're so good? Hey, that's why he's legendary. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I did bring uh, I did bring some some uh, oh, some guests for you guys. You did. I heard you guys oh, like man. beer. We did. Is Absolutely. <laughs> My throat was getting dry. We didn't start sipping all of it. You know? Yeah, that's right. I know. Me too. Me too. So I got uh, I got some Mad Tree uh, Summer Camp Haze right here. Um, yeah, Mad Tree's at Cincinnati. Yep, oh, Cincinnati. Yeah. It's a nice nice IPA. So okay. uh, pretty refreshing, and then uh, and then I got this uh, lemonade, hmm. um, which from I think Rheingeist. yeah, yeah, I know that yeah. symbol anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So so you know, um, I, I think, I think there's really only like one lemmy, right? You know, a Michigander so buying beer. Ohio beer, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll let you yeah. back in the yeah. state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Pass one of those. Daddy. Absolutely. I'll take, which one, I'll uh, take the haze. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bless you. you go, oh, same for me. There you go. We're going to start here. I love it. Perfect. Gentlemen. Cheers. Good seeing you, Phil. Good to be here. Good to be good to be seen. <laughs> so you come uh, you come this way bearing some good news. You do. Yeah, so um, why I'm here today is to cast and show you guys the new Scott Wave. Awesome. Um, which which it replaces, uh, yeah, that's right here. But uh, it replaces the Scott title um, in terms of their mid-priced option uh, in a six through twelve weight. Um, it's going to retail for six seventy-five, and uh, it's I mean it's it's actually an amazing rod. It's super nice, um, and really was designed with Midwestern fisheries in mind, okay. which is cool. Uh, you know, like when I, uh, when I was talking with Jim Barshi about like his thought process behind designing this rod, you know, like the title, obviously it conveys like, um, like a saltwater message. Okay. So, um, but he, he said, and obviously as the title is his predecessor, he's like, we are going to sell these as saltwater rods. We're going to sell the wave as a saltwater rod, but I designed this rod specifically with midwestern warm water fisheries in mind wow. so so carp bass uh, <laughs> that's you know, what we do yeah I mean, exactly mouse and and butter trout, there. Yeah. um you know like kind of throwing big bugs um being able to handle heavier lines okay um, yep so so in in like kind of running through this summer with the prototypes uh specifically the seven and eight weights it did all of that that I that I asked it to and more. Um, well, so so give us a give us an idea. Were you fishing out of a boat? Or were you were you wave fishing? Were you carp fishing? Bass fishing? Yes. Yeah. All okay. Of, all yeah. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like uh, like my uh, you know as we all grow older and and family dynamics change or whatever. You know, like I I find myself you know busy with the business and everything, um, plus family stuff, etc. And uh, I find myself wade fishing quite a lot. Um, so you know, I'll, I'll work work in the morning and then fish for a couple hours in the afternoon. Um, and and some of that is super enjoyable. A lot of it's like sight fishing, right? So I'll just walk <laughs> upstream, and I got my black lab, and she swims along with me. And Excellent. and Excellent. if you run into a pot of carp, you're fish carp. 
if you <laughs> see a big bass sitting on a rock, you're which throw a pop. Which rock. weight are you fishing? Uh, generally the seven for that, cool. okay. um, because I like I like a little bit softer landing. The eight, in my opinion, is generally reserved for like intermediate lines. So so with the with the eight, I'm generally fishing. The, Excuse me, like bigger minnow patterns and like crayfish and stuff like that. Well, and like the title, um, you know, the eight, nine, and ten weight were basically our stronghold for the saltwater guy. You know, eight yep. bonefish, nine could be uh, heavy winds, bonefish, maybe light permit, but then the ten weight was like your permit, like tarpon rod right. and, and so forth. And these, like you said, go through a six weight through twelve weight, six through twelve weight, yeah, and a nine foot. Yep, all That's nine good. footers, and and like and I mean. I didn't have a prototype of the six, but when I got a production sample of the six, I was, I mean, I was blown away. It's cool. Super nice model. Um, so like, I, I'm, I'm really happy for it, you know, or happy with it. I think it's going to, I think it's going to move really well. And I think I, I think it's going to be, um, a pretty popular rod among the, you know, among the masses out there. So, well, and also explain, you know, uh, you've been repping for Scott for how long? So I've been repping for Scott to some one capacity or another. Of course, I I worked with Jerry Darkus, who was my predecessor, um, but since mid twenty seventeen. So okay. So I mean, you know, talking what what is that four and a half years? Yeah. You know, well actually probably five years. Well, with all these rods, um, how do you feel that Scott separates themselves? That's a great question. Um, you know, you'll you'll often hear. Uh, from you know other people in the industry like like my rod's the best for this or that reason um or it's equally as good you know if it's lesser expensive or whatever um there's there's always a couple things that i think set scott apart um one is the graphite they use um so the graphite that jim barchi uses hasn't changed since since like the mid 90s hmm. okay it's called torre graphite um but what what has changed is the way that they lay uh, the fibers sure. like on each yeah, other and also yeah and also like the different epoxies. Yep. The other thing that Jim like really prides himself in, of course, Jim that I'm talking about is Jim Barchi from Scott, um, and what he really prides himself in or on is components, hmm. right? So like if you look at this rod, like it has some black nickel stripping guides, um, and it has like a really really cool. Um, blue carbon reel insert that is um, it's that pops. I mean, yeah. it looks really good um, to match the wraps. So um, from even even with the title, um, the Radian, the Flex to some degree, um, definitely centric sector F series. Like you look at the appointments on the rod, and I think that when you compare it for the other high end rods on the rack, they definitely look different. Um, subtle. Subtle differences, but def definitely different. Well, and one of the things that people uh, really notice when they, you know, pick up a Scott rod too is is they're not sanded down to a smooth finish. Correct. So you get the original kind of actual wrap of the graphite. Yeah. Go through. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 That's that's definitely correct. And then the other the other of course big difference is the the hand inscription. Yeah. Uh, yeah with the cool. name yeah. the name the model and the serial number, and you know like. Uh, um, you know, one thing that you and I are, you know, that we share a common interest in, of course, is guitars and yeah. music. Um, and, like, to me, you know, a Scott, it looks like a $1,000 rod, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like, 
it looks like it's i mean it is handcrafted yep yeah you know clearly from start to finish and and uh you know other rods on the rack obviously are are also handcrafted but you know if, if they're sanded down and then a blank and then like like a logo or a model or whatever is stamped on the blank yep. it kind of has a different touch than like a personal inscription yeah and they're still out of montrose colorado right correct which brings brings uh you got other brands too so you know yeah. out of montrose you're carrying ross and abel yeah, so, well, it's kind of funny because, like, Ross, Abel, and Airflow are at Mayfly Outdoors, which is, like, I think two and a half miles from Scott. That's sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so they're right down the road. And, and of course, in that uh, that manufacturing facility, they do Abel and, and Ross. Um, Airflow is manufactured in the U.K., yep. in Wales, um, and shipped overseas. But, um but yeah, it's it's kind of funny because like the you know the trifecta, if you will, is like right there, you know, in 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 what is what it really is a small town of yeah. Montrose. I've, I've actually been out there, but it's been so many years. I mean, I it was pretty much when I was in my early twenties because I used to go out west and do a lot of fishing, the little guide yeah. and stuff out there. But it, yeah, small town. Yeah, yeah, and you got these big, you know. It, as GM, you see these bigger companies, but they're really? still they're still small. I mean, Scott's yeah. is still a small company that does uh, you know handcrafted work. Yeah, it's cool. Like you you know you like you go in there and you see the rolling tables, you know, and you see like the hundreds of mandrels that they have. Um, I mean, it's it's just a it's a very it feels like you're walking into like the old Gibson factory, right? Okay. So like, give, like, give us like, a little rundown a, of um, of the Scott series that we have in shop right now. So we do uh, F series, which is a fiberglass rod, which I love. You know, I call I call mine affectionately my little whippy stick because I mean, you know, <laughs> I take a thing like to the driftless, I take it creek fishing, I love it. Um, my personal favorite in that series is the seven two four weight, but they have like a five eight three weight that is super nice. Um, it just like takes a little getting used to with such a short rod. Um, they have the G series, um, which is more of a moderate action uh, graphite. Things incredible dry fly yeah. rod. Super yeah. nice dry fly rod. The in that G series, they have a model called the Michigan Mouser, which is like a seven seven five weight, hmm. um, which I love. Then they have uh, uh, the Centric, um, which just came out last year. Yep. That Place replaced the Radiant. Um, and that was, uh, that's like kind of more freshwater centric, um, offered in models three to seven weight. I mean, that thing can pretty much fish anywhere in the, in the States and yeah. pretty much anywhere in the world for, you know, between a what, four weight and seven weight sort yeah. of range. Yeah. 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 And, awesome. and honestly, and honestly, like, like I think that the seven weight centric is like one of the finest rods in the entire Scott portfolio. Sure. Um, it's, it's such a nice rod. And I mean that. The five and the six aren't far behind, but that seven is just, I mean, it's its, it's an amazing rod. Um, and then you have the sector, which is kind of saltwater focused. Um, that's a super cool rod because what Jim uh, did on that is he put the carbon web on there. So you take it out into the sun and it like literally looks like it's coated in glitter. Huh. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it's and that and that one, my favorite models in the sector for for my personal fishing, what I do the most is is the eight four models, um, in both the six and the eight weight, and then in the seven weight, I like that two piece, the eight one oh seven. Yeah, we um, sell a couple of those every so often, but they're kind of special order. Yeah. you know, guys wanting that stick, and it's oh, yeah. a, me and yeah. you have fished that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A it's stick. a mean, it's a yeah. mean rod. I mean, it's and and it was something that I had I had specifically asked Jim to include that. 
um, because we we fish a lot of seven weeks in the Midwest. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and, and now the wave. Um, so so that's uh, that's kind of the scout lineup um, in terms of current one. And then I think I think there's going to be some ads coming. You know, over the next few years. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet. Right on. Dang, you guys you guys are fishy. You know that? You guys are great, but my god, you can't get a word in Edgeward. When you guys start when you guys get at it, that's holy crap. All right. Is there anything else we can get out of the way about our new rod? Is I mean, we're about else? to go fish this tonight. Yeah. Which is oh, sweet. True. So I'm stoked on that. Um no, I mean you'll you'll see this win. When can uh, you're going to see this podcast? Uh, Probably September, September one. September yeah. first. Uh, yeah. Customers yeah. customers will be able to order. Uh, yeah, in September one. Is that midnight? Yeah, I mean as of midnight September one. Okay, so we got to be on it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're on it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Stay up late. That's right. You got to sip the dry with us. Yeah, I'll sip the dry. Yeah, I mean, just test test casting this thing. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty yeah. sick. I'm, not it's gonna nice. I'm excited it's to fish. Than, what are we fishing yeah. tonight? Six, seven way. We'll fish the six and the seven. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, cool. Yeah, right on. So, so what other brands do you uh, do you carry? So, in addition to Scott, um, I do Ross Able Airflow, as we touched on earlier. But then I also do uh, Echo. Yep. And they do Montana Fly, Rep Your Water, uh, Corkers. That's sick. Right? Uh, Rep Your Water is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, and, and then and then of course I do do even more than I do Doctor Slick, uh, McLean McLean nets, which are really nice. Um, they're made manufactured in New Zealand, um, and a couple others. True. Yeah. God, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, I want to know some more about you personally. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tell me some stuff like uh, what's the most embarrassing thing you have seen when you're guiding somebody. I mean, I mean, I mean, so, so, you know, I, I, th I think it's really important to be able to laugh at ourselves. Absolutely. Okay. So, so, I mean, I've, I've had some like crazy client stories that, you know, like I, that I could relate, but instead I think I would turn the spotlight on myself and say, um, probably the most embarrassing thing was of course in Michigan, we do a lot of night fishing. <laughs> and um and one night i'm looking around and i'm like and i'm looking at the tree line and i'm like man this this doesn't look right and it wasn't right because i <laughs> because i was a mile and a half downstream of where i wanted to take out oh my god so i had two clients with me and i had to get out of the boat and hoof it back to the car drive down mm. somebody's private private driveway and take my boat out in from somebody's <laughs> yard yeah. yeah, because the next takeout was like 12 miles downstream. Yeah, you got so, lucky. So You, got, you, got, so you actually got lucky so, on that one. So, yeah. No, nobody was even there. Nobody yeah. was at the cabin, you know? So, like, so, so that Lord. one was, that one was, was definitely embarrassing. And that was one where I was like, man, maybe I should take stuff more seriously. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, was that yeah. early on in guiding or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I was like my second year guiding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, you know, but... But I mean, like it, you know, clients. A lot of the embarrassing stuff that happens to clients is more or less just because they don't know. 
um, and because we're newer. And, and I think it's important for us to always remember that we were newer at one point. Oh, yeah. And we were we were the ones making the embarrassing yep. mistake, you know. Yep. Still um, making embarrassing right, mistakes, right, brother, you know? you know. You know, so I mean, like, so I, I always try to, I always try to get lean, or give some flexibility there. I, I always tell them I hook more trees than they ever will. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, you know, and I, and I do get a laugh always at, about the guys that are like, that are, you know, like they co- they seem like they were came out of the womb great fly fishermen because nobody did, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's 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 hard and it takes time. So yeah, both of you gentlemen have conquered it. But so in your arsenal, what's what's your what's your number one rod? Ooh, let's I just can't, let's, I can't let's, even answer that. Let's just say let's just say it's a it's the it's the best smallmouth day. You're popper fishing summertime, which we're still in. We're kind of the tail end. You're grabbing a rod. You gotta be careful because you're Scott. You know, there's, there's, so so there's six ways, seven ways. There's two. There's two. There's so there's two. So um, if I am fishing a popper or any kind of like diver or or a carp fly, I'm fishing the eight four six weight sector. Gotcha. Um, Eight four six weight. If if I am fishing a bug. Like that scorpion that yeah. I sh- that I showed yeah. you, like almost that's, like that's, a that's giant, us. like the yeah. biggest grasshopper that you yeah, can. Yeah. I saw him in South yeah. Carolina that, like oh two weeks God. ago. Yeah. They're huge, yeah. like this big. Yeah. Oh. So so if I so if I fish something like that, I'm generally fishing a badass glass. Oh, because um, I really think, yeah because I think they wow I think that they do uh it does a little bit better job of keeping a fish buttoned uh, on lighter tippet. Yeah, the glass does. It has a little bit of cushion. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So those are those are really like those would be my two go to rods. That's cool. You know, for my local fishery, like when I like what you're talking about, when I have two hours to fish, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm generally picking up one of those rods. Usually, it's the eight four six weight sector, just because it's a little bit more versatile. I can see that. But, but I mean, you know, I I I would say that overall, it's it's probably close to fifty fifty between those two. That's right. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. With the brands, what uh any other new stuff uh you can uh Parker's trying to get ahead on his work here. Yeah. Um I mean the the uh uh the short answer is no. Um but the the reason why it's no is because um you know for I haven't seen any of the new stuff yet. Um you know the 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 one thing that I think is is exciting that's coming out that I did have a sample of today obviously is that the new wet weighting sandal from Corker. Yeah, that was cool. Um, those are I'm, sick. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for those because I do a lot of wet weighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for me personally, I think those are going to do do well um, here in the Midwest. Cause well, I mean, I you put me on the Corkers team, and I'll tell you what. I mean, I love the boots, but you, I will sell a Corkers boot in yeah. store because once people can kind of look at it, feel yep, it, touch feel it, it, understand yeah. it. it it's done phenomenal oh yeah. they're they're yeah. super comfy yeah they're a really good product yeah. yeah yeah but then uh like for instance i have like a sales meeting for ross abel and airflow next week cool so we'll learn like new products and i'll be back in september yeah you know, yeah you guys will, yeah. you guys will be unfortunate Episode, you, you know, guys will be three or you know <laughs> you guys will be unfortunate <laughs> enough to see me again here you know in the next in the next month or so but uh but yeah, you know that's that's uh, that's what's co- going on, and and I'm sure when I come back, I'll have a lot more info. You know? so, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you have any advice uh, for listeners that was passed on to you that you would like to pass on to them? Uh, you know, I heard I heard Seth I heard Seth say this 
in the last I watched the last podcast. And yeah, and I was you. like and I was like and I thought and I thought it was good. I don't even know if I have a YouTube account, which I'm kind of embarrassed about. But, yeah, okay. but uh, we'll get him hooked but, up with one but, before. <laughs> but uh um one of the great things so so I had I had a a really good smallmouth bass mentor who had been fishing our local rivers since the mid 1960s. Mm. Um and he passed away I think either 4 or 5 years ago. Um but one of the things that he had told me and it remains a good piece of advice is to fish the middle. Mm. Um so so when Man. I'm so when yeah. I'm so when I'm fishing when I'm fishing two people out of a boat, I almost always have the dude in the bow fishing, or the you know whoever's yeah. in the bow yeah. fishing straight down the middle. Yeah, and then I have the person guy in the back the sides. fishing the sides. Yeah, um, and and uh, uh, it doesn't always hold true, but it's held true enough. And I've caught enough big fish in the middle to like be a pretty hardcore subscriber. That. You say that, and Ryan Trojanski. Today was like I was with Father Greg and he's like I didn't know what swallows were and they come down and they start eating in the middle on our the trout birds. stream on the Mad River. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, start drifting, nymphs down it, starts catching trout. That's awesome. You know, I, I think I think uh, like it's human nature to think of structure in terms of logs in sure. terms of bank bank structure, right? Yeah. But but like structure can also be in the middle of the river. Oh yeah. Um, it could be you know in the mid left or the mid right. Um, and, and training yourself to do that can be hard, but, but it's, it's totally worth it when you, you know, when you can do it. The big rivers around here has taught me a little of that, like the great Miami. It's so big that you actually sometimes have to only be in the middle because yeah. the banks okay. are kind of so shallow. Yeah. There's really nothing there. And so you're just trying to figure right. out, you know, which side of that middle that you're fishing. And what I always tell people is like, if you have any doubt, just chuck it down the middle, <laughs> like, like, like as far as you can go, you know. And people like are like, really, you know. And I'm like, yeah. And then it's like, you know, some big blow up, and you know, oh yeah, okay, wow, that works. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I I don't have anything else for you, Phil. I mean, my yeah. God, you brought beer. You you taught us all way more than I thought I was gonna learn. <laughs> well, this wave this wave's gonna be sweet. I do, you told us about the new run. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be really popular among Midwest anglers, um, and you know from from a rep perspective, it's super exciting for me to have something mid price from Scott yeah. because it, yeah. it it has it's I think it's been I think it's been close to two years since we've been able to to sell title and flex, yeah. um, and and not only is this this a title replacement, but it's definitely a title upgrade. Um, well, and, pe know. and people forget, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say they forget, but during COVID, um, you know, Scott actually, they, you know, they're such a smaller company, they had to focus on the sector and centric just Correct. to get, you know, rods and hands to people. Correct. And um, I think that that's why, you know, Jim kind of went this yeah. direction instead of kind of coming, you know, and just doing the title again. He's yeah. like, maybe scrap it yeah and i you know and and like and like kudos to scott you know for for like working on that and i mean they had they had product available when it was a struggle from some yeah. of the other vendors yeah. as I'm, I'm sure you guys can attest yeah. to absolutely um, i do remember that and uh yeah i mean it's 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 a good brand it's a brand that i really enjoy rep repping and and like i think that uh jim barchi the rod designer like he just he does a kick-ass job you know 
He's a cool ass dude. Clearly, I met him he is, right? he's, he's, yeah. he's he's super cool, you know. So so here's here's a here's a good Parker story, you know, that you'll that you'll enjoy. Okay. <laughs> so like the first sales meeting that I went to for Scott, I show up and and uh, you know, most sales meetings, like you show up and the sales manager is like dressed, you know, he's got a collared shirt, dressed to the nines, right? Jim is wearing a bad brains t shirt. Nice. And I was like, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I think Let's I'm getting along this. with this guy. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he, he is a great guy. Um, he's a great mind when it comes to rod design and, and definitely a company I enjoy repping. So, yeah. So, Sean, I think we get, we get to order these with Phil. We, when, yep. do, when do they ship these? So, they, they're going to sh gonna ship them the end of August. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So, you're, everybody will probably see those uh, September 1st is when we go live with this. You'll yeah. probably hear this on the podcast around that time, too. Yeah. yeah, you'll hear it on the podcast, and it'll probably maybe be up on the website already. So, if yeah. I was to last, – last two questions. If I was to pair this, and you know how we do really well with fly rod outfits. Yeah. Um, what Ross would you put on this? Would you put an Abel? Would you put a Ross? So, personally, I would probably do a Ross. Um, and LTX like, and, and actually right that one that you have on there, the LTX, like it's I, pretty. I love, yeah. So, I mean, like I'm, I'm a little bit odd about the way that I pair, pair reels and rods and that I'm very particular, you know, I'm in terms of color. Sure. And if you look at the Anno and the finish on the Evo LTX, it matches the hardware yeah. of, of the wave. So, so like, I mean, I would put an LTX on there or an Animus or a, or really any reel in your selection with a gloss black finish. And we would always encourage, you know, for people, you know, when they're looking for specific applications, call yeah. call the pro staff about fly lines, Absolutely. you know, yeah. as we had fly line, you know, podcasts and a couple stuff. episodes back. Yeah, and you just give us a call and then we compare that. But yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. This yeah. thing's sharp. Yeah, I think it looks I think it looks really good. The other thing that I would do is like a like an Able Via or or an SDS in dark blue with a light blue knob. That'd be sweet. Mm. From custom guys, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, something like that, you know, would be pretty cool. And I mean, that would be obviously a higher end option, but yeah. but I think that would be that would be something that would pop and look cool on that thing, so. It would. Yeah. Man, that real seat is just, that blue pops. Yeah. I think they did so well. Yeah. I'm stoked, it's gonna yeah. be fun. So. Absolutely, all right, well. We're going fishing tonight. So. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, absolutely. Phil. Thanks, Thanks for, for being, being on. And, of course, uh, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell someone you love them. Keep them lines tight, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Well cool. done, yeah. sir. Yeah, Bam. Fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun, fun, toasty. Toasty. <laughs> toasty. Toasty. The, the, what, do you, what do we call these? The, the bloopers? <laughs> the extended scenes? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fishy motherfuckers. <laughs> Extendo. You just see this crap, dude. I'm sitting in oh I'm sitting in the gardens in the big forty eight thousand acre garden that yeah. me and Megan went to. Yeah. And these grasshoppers are this big. And I literally told Megan, I was like, Phil, I'm about to see him here soon, has a grasshopper this big. And I'm like, this is where he <laughs> got it, bro. Really, <laughs> God, that'd be gross. Yeah. Well well, no, have you ever seen a Dobson fly? No. They're huge. You've never seen a Dobson fly? He's, they're like, he's, they're like, he's seen one. Yeah, you've seen he's one. When did you'd be like, you'd be like, ah! Yeah, I probably <laughs> thought it was a bird or something coming at me. I guarantee you one. Oh, that's oh. good shit. All right.